I played, you know, hit songs, number one songs that the that the crowd has heard on the radio that I played drums on. And then I talk about a success concept. And my success concept is all around a thing called CRASH. And CRASH is an acronym that's easy to remember. It stands for commitment, relationships, attitude, skill, and hunger. So commitment, relationships, attitude, skill, hunger, CRASH. These are five things that anyone at any age from any walk of life in any season of their life can use and put into motion to be more successful. You're listening to Music Growth Talks, the podcast for musicpreneurs with Andrew Apanov. Hello everyone, this is Andrew Ebanath and the Music Growth Talks podcast. We're kicking off 2019 with an inspiring episode featuring Rich Redmond. More on that in a second, but first I want to tease our company's plans a little bit. Uh, this year, 2019, marks the 10-year anniversary of Dotted Music, a music industry blog which I started in 2009. Uh, a resource which soon expanded into email newsletters, video series, one-on-one consultations, eventually the Wisping training platform, this very podcast and a bunch of other educational projects. Most importantly, for a few years after I launched Dotted Music, as uh, many of you, but probably not all, know, it became a marketing agency which has now successfully served over 100 uh, artists and music companies from around the world um, with uh, an amazing fully remote uh, team we've got here. Um, technically, Data Music turns 10 in October, but we are going to plan some events around it sooner than that, most probably. I'm not exactly sure what this will be even, but I'll definitely keep you posted and um, since this is the first episode uh, of the year, I thought to announce and tease it uh, right away. And now I can't wait to share with you this motivational conversation uh, we had with famous drama and entrepreneur Rich Redmond. He's taught uh, and performed uh, and recorded with the likes of Ludacris, Kelly Clarkson, Brian Adams, Chris Cornell, and dozens of other uh, extremely well-known musicians. He's been a drummer for the country star Jason Aldean in the past 15 years or so, and uh, uh, he has recorded uh, 23, if not more by this point, uh, number one singles. He's based in Nashville and Los Angeles, and uh, Rich is uh, truly pro at building multiple income streams, hustling and networking. You you will know what I mean after listening to this um, episode. There are numerous creative projects he's working on right now. He speaks at corporate events for Fortune 500 companies. He has an online drumming course. He hosts a podcast, plays at um, uh, TV shows and movies. I personally got a real kick out of the fact Rich played in Sci-Fi's Happy uh, when he mentioned it. Um, towards the end of uh, the, our conversation, I can recommend that absolute action show if you haven't watched it yet. It's really cool. Um, so listen to this podcast in full as Rich has got a lot of interesting and inspiring things to share with you. Rich, welcome to Music Growth Talks. I'm thrilled to have you on the show. Oh, thanks for having me. Where are you these days? Uh, yeah, I've been spending like, uh, I don't know, probably 
let's see, 23 or 24 years on tour buses and airports and airplanes and all that kind of stuff. But I live in in Nashville, Tennessee, which is, you know, they call it Music City, USA. And I've been here 23 years. And I also keep a little bit of a presence in in Los Angeles so I can be active musically out there as well. Yeah, and, and uh, I've noticed that you've been talking quite a bit about, about Nashville and uh, it's always been crucial for the music industry. But do I feel it right that, that you uh, think that it's been uh, even more important for the music industry overall, like not just for the country scene, for example, in the last years? For sure, yeah, because I know that, you know, the little... You know, a little thing called file sharing and Napster and all that kind of stuff that that technology, the MP3, the invention of the MP3 really changed our industry. And so we've had to stay one step ahead and continue to evolve and, and change and work really hard to stay relevant. And I don't know if your listeners are are more creatives or if they're on the business side of things or they're mixing business and pleasure. But for me, that's always been a model for me is to you know be creative, but try to be a smart businessman that has you know, multiple revenue streams in the industry, which means, you know, songwriting, production, recording, uh, playing live, touring, and then education. So like I have like five or six different arms within the music business. So if one kind of suffers a little bit, I'm I'm always busy and they seem to all kind of feed each other and, and keep each other alive, you know. I'm glad that you mentioned that, and and uh, I really appreciate how you do a number of things in the industry. Most of our listeners are actually creative musicians themselves, and this okay. is a very interesting question to many of them, how to combine different income streams, because it's uh, almost impossible to survive on just one, and it's unsustainable even if it's uh, temporarily good money, for example, from touring, because it all will end at some point. I'm really interested in, in your... Um, Speaking work because this is the area where you can uh, spread your experience and knowledge and share share what you've learned of, uh, in life as a musician yourself, not just with other musicians, but with people from many other industries. So if you can share anything on how that works without giving away your secrets, because I understand <laughs> that it can be a competitive space. And, oh, and, and yeah. how how do you balance it all? Like overall, is it still musical stuff, or yeah, how how does it look to you in terms? Yeah, of yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's a whole lot of like drummers, you know, professional drummers that do what I do that are speaking like for corporate events. So I speak at corporate events, you know, for big Fortune 100 companies, you know, like Cisco and Hewlett Packard and Microsoft. You know, these people all need to get together and they all want to be inspired and people love musicians. So, you know, there's a couple of us here in the States that, you know, play with big bands. My friend Mark plays with a gal named Pink and we, we are each other's champions. When I can't do something, I send him to do a job and we recommend right. each other. But no, just, just coming up with a cool concept that resonates with all of the world because music is awesome and people love it, but it's also a, it's also a niche, you know, it's like, When you think about it, yeah, music is, is awesome. Can you imagine a life without music? How hard it would be to, you know, drive drive to work every day or do a workout or, you know, but do we need it? I don't know. That's an interesting question. We need food, we need shelter, right? So, but people all need to be motivated. So music is my form of, it's my gift. It's our highest form of communication, I think, from the heavens. And people love the drums You know, it's man's first instrument. So I just kind of found a way to mix a message with music and motivation. So music, motivation and messaging, and I call it edutainment. 
So, you know, educating people in an entertaining way. And my model is to come in for one hour. I call it the power hour. And I mix, I played, you know, hit songs, number one songs that the, that the crowd has heard on the radio that I played drums on. And then I talk about a success concept. And my success concept is all around a thing called CRASH. And CRASH is an acronym that's easy to remember. It stands for Commitment, Relationships, Attitude, Skill, and Hunger. So Commitment, Relationships, Attitude, Skill, Hunger, CRASH. These are five things that anyone at any age, from any walk of life, in any season of their life can use and put into motion to be more successful, whether it be somebody that wants to be the best soccer mom or homemaker, or somebody that wants to be the, the next astronaut, somebody wants to be the CEO of a company, they can use these concepts, and, and especially musicians, you know, because I, I consider myself a, a survivor and hopefully a thriver in the music industry. and so. I learned a lot of things along the way from playing the drums for 42 years and living in a town as competitive as Nashville for 23 years. So it's just a cool way for me to mix music and speaking. And I'm very comfortable with the microphone. You know, I, I'm a professional MC. you know, I host charity events and I have my own podcast. So if people are more curious, they can just go to crashcourseforsuccess.com. And it tells everybody about my messaging. And, and then I also have a podcast where I interview musicians, authors, creatives, thought leaders, and it's called Pick Rich's Brain. And it's on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher. Yeah, I'm looking into everything in the show notes. So our listeners already know where to find that. And I provided some background, of course, uh, to, to you in the show notes and uh, in the description and, and in the intro. For this episode as well, you've got an amazing, uh, fascinating career, and uh, the, the crash course is definitely interesting. You know, the, the podcast as well, all, all the all your like stuff, all the cool things that you do. I'm linking to it. And since you mentioned this crash concept, which sounds amazing, once again, not asking you to to reveal too much of it, but in the still in the context of music, because now you are talking to musicians essentially. Can you comment at least on? A couple of the of uh, the points of, of the elements of the your, of your crush model and sure, in, sure. in the context of music, maybe giving examples from your own career. Of course, yeah, I get to sum it up really quickly. Well, the first the first part of the acronym is commitment. So commitment starts in the mind. You know, until we decide to do something, it has to start in the mind, and we have to stick to it. You know, if you ever tried to quit smoking or lose weight, you know, people are very unsuccessful every year for their new their new year's resolution because they haven't decided in their mind. For me, I knew when I was eight years old, I was going to be a drummer. And then I just took lessons and I worked really hard and I committed to it. And as a result of studying and put in, putting in my tens and tens of thousands of hours, I was able to reap the benefits of, you know, traveling the world on someone else's dime and experiencing things that other people wouldn't get to experience if I hadn't made that commitment to my craft. So first we have to commit to the craft we decide, we commit, and then we do the hard work. And then relationships, you know, you could be the best musician in your basement, but unless you get out and you shout from a mountaintop and tell people that you exist and connect with people and shake hands and crash parties and do gigs and, and go out there and mingle with people, you're just going to keep playing in your basement. So people are actually the gateway to all success and happiness in life, you know? So the more friends that you can have that champion what you do and are true believers in what you do, the better. 
attitude is 99.9% of life. You know, I truly feel like it is the one thing that separates us from each other. And I know that enthusiasm is contagious. So I just try to have a really positive attitude because people like to be around people that have a positive attitude. People are turned away by people that are kind of like, you know, negative Nellies or they're downers. It's like, I don't want to be around that energy. I want to be around people that are that are leaders that shine, you know? So I tell people that I live in the land of unicorns and rainbows and that's, you know, I just try to stay there and I am a human being. So if I wake up on the wrong side of the bed one day, I try to fix that with colorful food or exercise or hanging around with great friends or listening to great music or doing the things that I can do to inspire me to get back on track. And then skill is crucial because, you know, especially for, for musicians, we have to have our skill set and it has to run really, really deep we, so we have to identify and master the skills we need to be successful as musicians. So for drummers, I say you have to learn how to hold the sticks. Then you learn your rudiments. Then you learn about four-way coordination. Then you learn how to play styles. Then you learn how to read music. And you have to be able to play with click tracks. And then you have to overdub percussion. And so it's, it, it's very, very deep. And it's a lifelong commitment. And then learning those skills isn't enough because the world is moving so fast. We have to run just to stand still. So to stay relevant, we have to keep learning new skill sets. So for me, that's why in my midlife, I became a songwriter, a producer, a speaker, an actor. The drums are my gateway to all those other creative skill sets that I work very hard on every day. And then hunger is the final piece because I am attracted to people that have a hunger that just burns like a fire in their belly to be successful. Those are the kind of people I like to surround myself with, whether it be in starting businesses or start starting bands with. And I tell people that passion is your engine and hard work is your fuel. So if you're passionate about something, it's so easy to work hard because it doesn't feel like you're working. And then the harder you work, the luckier you get. So it becomes a cycle of self-empowerment. So it's really easy to remember. It's really to, easy to put into action. And then I'm actually going to be publishing a book called A Crash Course for Success and it'll hit um, in February. Awesome, awesome. We will add link to, to the episodes once it's out as well to, you know, for anyone who is listening to it later in 2019. This is amazing, the, the, this concept. What I like about it is it's so actionable for everyone. You don't have to have uh, a ton of existing uh, contacts or any particular predisposition, like anything even if you are starting from scratch, if you have this dedication and the passion and if you implement the model you just described, you can achieve quite a lot. So you, you wouldn't be discouraging developing artists, creatives out there to, you know, I don't know, start a career in Nashville, even for it's really competitive. Uh, do oh, I? no, I no, I, I encourage everybody. People ask me all the time, should I move to, to Nashville or Los Angeles or New York or I know I don't know what to be a, a music hub in um, in Europe would be. I'm sure um, it would be like, uh, I don't know, what's the most I am? It was for, for me, I, yeah, I guess well, London for sure. Berlin. I'm really close to Berlin. I love this scene there, but totally got your point here. I think I think our listeners now get the message as well. This is encouraging like. You just, uh, yeah, you, you inspire me to consider moving somewhere to, to, <laughs> to a musical hub now listening to you. A very cool thing. So this sounds really interesting. And I know that you teach drums as well. You've got a course about that, right? Yes, yes. I've been teaching. I think anyone can teach. If, you, if you're 
if you're an effective communicator, I think you should begin to, to teach and develop that skill because when you teach, it makes you better at what you do because you have to break everything down into digestive and actionable items. So I've been teaching once I got good, I was just, and I could stay one step ahead of the student. I've always been teaching. So, so what I decided to do is, you know, I do clinics and master classes all over the United States. And I decided to take my, you know, I see I went professional at 18. I'm 48. So yeah, 30 years of professional experience I put into a, a educational package called Drumming in the Modern World. And you can just go to drumminginthemodernworld.com. You pay one price and you have a lifetime access to five and a half hours of streaming material. And it's basically all the concepts that I think are crucial to be being a successful drummer in this competitive world, which means technique. I talk about tone. I talk about touch. I talk about coordination, styles, reading, creating your own cheat charts, how to set up a cue mix in the studio, um, how to play with loops, how to overdub percussion, how to get a gig and keep a gig. And then there's drum solos and advice and insights. And I spent a lot of money on it. It's just kind of like my gift to the world. You know, like this is everything I know about drumming. Take it, you know, because I don't I don't like secrets. I think that if a, I think successful people need to share all of their knowledge if they want to keep it. So I'm, yeah. I'm not a shy, I'm not shy about giving away information. And that's exactly what I do when I teach. Wise words. And uh, that's awesome. As you have guessed, we're linking to it as well really cool things and what i liked also for anyone like from from the kind of practical stand for anyone listening to it and thinking how they could implement something like that what you mentioned about being one step ahead of the students so it i see it as uh, being able to teach others even if you've been uh, practicing for several years you are good at it you may not be just uh, brilliant at the instruments but uh, you potentially may still find people who who could learn from you well at least sure. i see i see that way definitely the more experience you've got the more you can show what, what one of the also things you mentioned and actually it's related to how we met each other through twitter about networking and i was curious to hear your take on online networking and when you for example for those who are not in a music hub like los angeles or Nashville. So have you found networking, like business networking effective with the help of social media personally? I think that social media is one of the great, you know, it gets a good rap and a bad rap and in the wrong hands, it could be, a, you know, a horrible weapon. But for people that are, you know, sincere and are trying to grow businesses, it's just a wonderful way to build a business for free and to create an online presence and memorable brand for yourself. So I tell people all the time, check it out. There's so many ear cleaning devices on the market, but everyone thinks of the Q-tip, right? And everyone thinks of like soda. Everybody's like, give me a soda. Now, a soda can be a Dr. Pepper. It could be a Sprite. It could be a Coca-Cola. But when people just say they want something that's carbonated, they say, give me a Coke, right? So you want to be a memorable brand because the more memorable you are, the more you will attract opportunities to yourself. So I just played and played and played and played in Nashville until you know, I finally met, my goal in life was to meet my John Mellencamp, to meet my Billy Joel, to meet my Elton John, to meet my Sting. And I met him in the version of a, of a Jason Aldean. And we've been touring like for 15 years nonstop. And so I used that as a great way to build my own personal brand as an educator and a speaker. So 
you know, if you don't have a website, if you aren't on Facebook, if you aren't on Twitter, if you aren't on Instagram and you're a creative, you are invisible and you're missing out on a free opportunity to create business opportunities for yourself and make yourself memorable. So if you're not intuitively good at social media, you know, buy, you know, social media for dummies, like learn about the people that are that are doing it in like a correct way or a way that resonates with you. And then just model your posts after that. Yeah, it's to our listeners, as you know, like if you have issues with social media, first contact Data Music because, you know, it's just rich for the context. We, uh, this is what we do at the agency, helping musicians and creatives with, uh, with social media marketing in particular. These can be really confusing and I encourage all musicians to start themselves and to learn it. So just as you mentioned, uh, but uh, yeah, it's... It can be frustrating. What I liked about your uh, online presence is that uh, you've got these video snippets from your speaking engagements and things like that. This is an interesting content for the fans of yours, but also for people who might be interested in hiring you. So for business opportunities as well. So you seem to have uh, a nice balance of uh, delivering something that is interesting both to the fans, those who, you know, appreciate the music and also... Yeah, so the, the find, finding this balance is quite cool. So anything uh, cool uh, happening creatively for you right now in terms of yeah. music well, recording? Thanks for asking. Um, yeah, sure, man. I am in a new uh, band with um, the legendary bass player Billy Sheehan, who played with Talis and David Lee Roth and the Sons of Apollo and Mr. Big for 30 years. So he, we have a band called The Fell, and it's a cool five-piece modern rock band, very melodic. And I know we'll be putting out a single and a record probably February. And we will probably be touring, you know, all the places that my other bands don't go. So when I'm touring with Jason Aldean in the States, you know, we hit the 48 states over and over every year between April and October. So most likely I'll be touring with The Fell, or that's our goal, every November through April. And that's super exciting. And I'm probably going to be working on a like a Rich Redmond solo instrumental fusion record here in 2019, which will be really, really fun. And then just continuing to rock with Jason Aldean. We're this is our I think our 15th year touring together. We're working on the his eighth record, which is really fun. And then to top it all off, I have a production company called 1225 Entertainment. And my business partner is a guy named Mike Krampus. And Mike had 17 years in L.A., very awesome guitar player, plays every instrument producer. He produced Nelly Furtado and Natasha Benningfield. He produced the this rap artist named J, uh, J- Dash that inspired Miley Cyrus to do the first twerk ever. And so so he's got a great roster or he's got a great Rolodex of pop, rock and urban. And I have my 23 year Rolodex of working in Nashville. So right. we put our our uh, guns together and we're developing rock, pop, urban, country and music for TV and film together here in Nashville. And we're actually doing a global talent search. If anybody is interested in having their music produced by us and possibly upstream to our new record label, we have a record label that just is opening in Nashville called 1225 Cinnamon Label Group. We're doing a global talent search. So if anybody wants to send us an email at 1225, that's just the numbers, 1225. It's um, 1225, 1225 entertainment at gmail.com. And you could be literally, you could be a folk artist. You could be an EDM artist. You can 
be playing coffee houses. You could be a country pop band from Poland. We're interested in hearing your music. And if we if we like it, it's you know, we're living in a very small world now where we could bring the artists to Nashville and be writing with them with, you know, so we get in a room with star songwriters that have written like 50 number one songs, you know, with the artists. So we know we're going to have a great song and then we start building the record and, and just we have a great time. We really do. Very <laughs> cool. Gosh, I, I thought I already kind of, you know, had an idea of how many projects you've got on your plate, but this is just uh, insane in a good way. So lots of stuff going on. And, and the, what you mentioned, uh, thank you for uh, for mentioning that our listeners can get in touch. I really like that as uh, as an opportunity for musicians. As for some, it might be a great fit and as a business model from your end, once again, thinking from a kind of practical standpoint, this seems like a really smart move as well. I just have to to ask you now, after listening to to you uh, mentioning all these amazing projects you will be working on in 2019. So how do you time manage? Uh, so do you have any particular tips that has been have been working for you in terms of organizing your day? Yeah, time management is is the bane of all. You know, I think successful busy people, it's just their Hardest thing. And the more your businesses grow, you know, you can have help, you can have interns, you can have employees, but it's still like you have to be accountable to all that. So for me, I live and die by the iCal and on my Mac and it syncs with all my devices and I'm there. Everything is color coded. So for me, my whole year is built around the Jason Aldean tour. So I'll get a PDF of my Jason Aldean tour dates and the routing. And then around that, I basically continue to market my businesses and then and then it's almost kind of like first come first serve but there's there's wiggle room but within the off days of my tours I have to fit in the you know my working on my books my traveling to speaking engagements teaching producing records in Nashville running now running this record label and then in between that I do acting auditions in Nashville Atlanta and Los Angeles and I was just, um, I played a cop on a really popular TV show on Sci-Fi Network called Happy, and it's awesome. It features Chris Maloney from Law & Order SVU, and he's an assassin that's losing his mind, and he sees this little unicorn, this little blue unicorn flying around, so it's a real genre bender, and, and I got to I play a cop. I love that movie, and, I just oh, had to just say. So- uh, it's amazing. You played that, seriously. Yeah, well, no, he, I just played a, um, I played a cop on the show. And no, I got no, to have no, a good, no, of course, yeah. but that's, that's my blog. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, thank you. So, so it's just like, you know, kind of looking at like every day as a potential opportunity to be creative. So there's never, I know that I- unless I decide to take a day off, there will never be a day off. I'm always going to have something fun and kind of creative to do. So I use that color coding and then I just hopefully, hopefully if you're good enough at what you do, People will be flexible with scheduling. So I could say, hey, I know you really want me for this record on the 19th. Can we do it on the 28th? And someone will be like, well, it's only 10 days later. Yes, let's do it. So the yeah. idea is to just get really good at what you do and then make lots of friends. And then hopefully you'll be able to fill your calendar in. But time management is is just always the the um, the challenge. But th- th- that's a really cool advice about uh color coding and, and, and everything you mentioned. What, what just one last related question about that. Any uh, recommendation on optimizing your time during the tour? Because you you spend, you have spent so many days and months uh, in a van, but there is some downtime. Have you been using it in a particular way? Yeah, yeah. 
we, you know, I just feel like musicians have so many things at our disposal, whether it be, you know, um, alcohol, drugs, SX, everything is free for us, you know, because people love musicians. So I feel like downtime is the devil's playground on the road because you only play for one hour, two hours a night. And so there's a lot of downtime to get into a lot of trouble there if you're, especially if you're an addictive personality. So for me, I'm just up on the bus in the morning and I get up and I start running my businesses and making phone calls. I try to get my workout in, but usually I'm doing a speech or a clinic or a masterclass or teaching private lessons or hanging out at a local drum shop or a music college or speaking at a high school. I'll get up and go do that right away. And then my band has got a sound check every day at 3.30 p.m. for like three songs. So like I get up and I have a lot to fit in and, and I try to get it all done by 3.30. 3.30 comes around. We do a sound check. Then we all break bread as a band and kind of bond. And then we have to go do this little VIP unplugged show where I play a little Remo Jembe and then I warm up for 90 minutes before the show and then we play the show and it's the same thing over and over every day. So so once again, my road life is no different than if my my home life. It's just go, 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 go. And by the way, at the end of the night, I have to play, you know, 24 songs for 90 minutes and sweat my brains out. So I have yeah. to kind of like I have to work out so I can do that workout. But at the same time, I have to like make sure that I sleep and drink water and take vitamins and and do all that stuff because drummers are athletes, man. You know, you're yeah. up there and it's it's 110 degrees with 100 percent humidity in St. Louis. And there's fire on stage and lasers on stage and smoke on stage. And I'm up there like like running, essentially like running and doing this aerobic event in that kind of heat. Yeah, you really have to. Um, take care of yourself. And, and I'm almost 50. So, you know, it's a, it's just a balance of fitting everything in and then going, Oh yeah, by the way, at the end of the night, <laughs> I got to do that. You, know? you, but the energy, you've got so much of it. I, I absolutely love the, the vibes I'm, I'm, I'm getting out to, you know, during the uh, conversation with you, really cool stuff. I guess what just probably the last question for, uh, for today's conversation, just to keep our listeners hungry and, and want to discover more about you. What advice would you give to to that listener of ours uh, hearing you at this very moment who is on the edge of just uh, dropping, you know, their music career and attempts to succeed in music for good because they are discouraged by not getting fans or not getting money from music mm-hmm. or anything, you know, yeah. sort of along those lines? Well, don't be discouraged. You know, you, you don't want to die with regret, you know, because we, we're all mortals. We're all, we're all going to end up in the ground and we want to live a really, really wonderful, prosperous, satisfying life. And if music makes you happy, you should do it. You know, now as life goes on and people start to buy houses or have children and life gets more complicated, sometimes you have to be a little bit more self-aware you don't want to do music at the expense of the safety or health of, say, a family. But say you're a younger person and you really want to do it. The first thing you need to do is like write down all your goals because we have to have goals and they have to be actionable. So for me, I have my 20-year vision, my five-year vision. I know what I want to do within the year. I know what I want to do within the month. I know what I need to do within the week, within the day. I have lists of lists. Uh, they're all actionable and I do things and I just execute. I execute. I, when I think about something, I immediately execute on it. And if I can't execute on it, it goes on that to-do list and I whittle away at that to-do list. But you have to be good. 
you know, not it, it's so hard in music because there's so much noise and so many people that want to do it. But you have to be incredible. And then to top it off, you have to have engagement with your fans, right? You have to create something because me as an A&R person, somebody that owns a record label, I'm looking for somebody that looks great, sounds great, is a hard worker, already has a fan base and strong socials, and yeah. then wants to work with me and is moldable and is young enough, hopefully, that I can get 20 years out of them on the label. You know what I mean? So it's like, all people are looking for that full package. So if you can be the full package, be in shape, have an image, sound incredible, have fan engagement, have social numbers, you know, don't be whining about not having a record deal or making money in the music business if you don't have those things all in a row. Yeah, yeah, it's a long term game. Thank you so much for that advice and everything you've shared with us today. Amazing stuff. Um, really encouraging. I really appreciate uh, you being on the podcast. Oh, it's my pleasure. And hey, um, are you going to be at the NAM show in Anaheim? No, 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 no. I'm skipping that one. But uh, you, it sounds like you will be there. Yeah, I usually go every other year just to say hi to all my sponsors and meet new people. But to the listeners, I would say people, like I said, people are your key to happiness in the universe and finding those right people in your life. And so going to networking events and seeing other people's gigs and going to conventions and passing out cards and shaking hands and connecting with people is really the name of the game so the more you can do that the better and uh, to to our listeners as well it's like uh, rich is uh, the second third get, recent guest who mentions nam specifically it's going to be a big show i'm pretty sure because it's, it's yeah. it seems like yeah then great advice about networking i really hope to meet you in person at one of the upcoming events uh Uh, somewhere in North America or Europe, who knows. Uh, so yes. looking forward to that. And uh, thank you so much once again. I appreciate it. And uh, thanks for listening, everybody. And please keep in touch. Thanks for listening, as always. And be sure to check out the show notes at dotedmusic.com. Look up episodes number 124, so MGD124. You can use uh, the search bar for that if you are listening to this show Uh, way after uh, it was released um, uh, and yeah do check out uh, uh, the post because uh, there is quite a few links in there as you could guess if you listen to this conversation in full well the link to Rich's Twitter and Instagram profile so hit him up in the comments or from mentioning him if you appreciated this episode I specifically ask you to write on his not ours social media properties if anything he said has resonated with you i um, do think he will appreciate uh, a, a word or two um you know in a in a tweet or uh in comments on his instagram profile i recommend following him as well of course finally just a little announcement to anyone who is in touch with me and who's uh, listening to these uh, shortly after the episode was released You may notice that I'm online at odd hours during the month of January 2018 as I will be walking from Thailand uh, training for a 50k ultramarathon. I'm running there at the end of the month. Um, but yeah, I will be walking pretty much as usual but in a different time zone. The podcast comes out as usual for so see you here in two weeks and if you haven't subscribed yet, please do so at musicgrowthtalks.com. You've been listening to Music Growth Talks with Andrew Apanov. Find more episodes and subscribe at musicgrowthtalks.com.